0: Welcome to Sudbury Scrub, a 4K podcast for the Sudbury community. And this is another one of the uh, matchups, one of the prediction rounds.
1: Yeah, the tournament series of- continues.
0: Yeah, we've got uh, round four. It's From what I understand, there are going to be five rounds total. We now know exactly how many rounds there's going to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Five rounds for the uh for the inaugural season of the Ontario 40K League, the OFL.
0: The OFL. And so we are here to bring you what's going on what's not really what's going on in the scene. Everyone knows what's going on. Everyone chats with each other. Yeah. You go look it up on Best Coast Parries. But We like to live in the future. So, we have got the matchups and we got who we think are going to win for each of them. Aaron, thank you again for joining.
1: Yeah, you betcha. Always glad to do this. And hopefully, we got a couple of listeners tonight.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) If I can get this posted up quickly, people might even be able to have this drink along with listening in.
1: Yes. So, in honor of one of the top four contenders and in honor of my uh, fourth round opponent, we're going to be drinking the Maiden's Prayer tonight. (laughs)
0: I love that name. It's uh, it's so full of faith.
1: Exactly. Uh, so here's a drink that evokes a weird Victorian mix of piety and prudence. Anyways, whatever. It's orange juice, it's lemon juice, it's Cointreau and gin. It's fantastic.
0: That sounds wonderful.
1: Thank you, sir. All right. So for all you prudes, put it in a martini glass and it just looks nice. Oh, man. I, I,
0: I taste like I'm having um, some kind of like... You know when you go to the Italian store and you buy the the Oranchata?
1: The fizzy soda? The fizzy soda. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. That's what this tastes like but with a little bit of alcohol, okay? There it is. There we go. Alright, so um, our first match is one of my very favorite. Oh, you wanted to hit something else there first? No, it's all good. Okay, alright, well there. So, for our first match, uh, we are going to be looking at the match of Ben Gammon versus James Allen Levesque. It is Bugs versus Eldar. Both players are one and two at this point of the competition. So both of them have one win, two losses, and they are going up against each other.
1: Yeah, it's a shame that James isn't playing the, what is it, Yandon? Were they invaded by Tyranids on their craft world?
0: They were taken, yeah, no, they they were. uh, It was the, that was when players first heard the name of Hive Fleet uh, Kraken.
1: Hey, has Ben got some Kraken Steelers? Let's find he does out. Ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Try, I'm trying to forge a narrative here. That's yeah, all. Yeah, exactly.
0: No, yeah. That was there was first high fleet behemoth, then high fleet Kraken, then high fleet Leviathan. That was the order of it. And high fleet Kraken was the one that took out items. So. Mm. But that said, like you noticed, James is bringing those uh, those wraith constructs still. I think he's got a slight change on it. I can't view the old list. I'm not really too, too sure. Uh, I think he's got more, I don't know if it's more serpents.
1: He does not. Nope. He's got the same list that he was running for the last round. If you go down to the bottom of Best Coast Pairings, for those of you following along at home, you can just see when the list edited date was. Oh,
0: that's good. I, I should Which have that. Is, Yeah,
1: you should have. And <laughs> the best part about this is that, uh, well, a warning if you do this, <laughs> the lists are posted in UTC time at the bottom there, so if if the, pairing, if the pairings are done at like 8 p.m. and you see lists are changed at two o'clock the next morning, that's just time zones doing their thing. That's There's time. no funny business. <laughs> anyway, so he's running the same list that he did last time. He's got some guardians in there, two blobs of tan. He's got all those wraith constructs as well. Uh, some Wraith Blades, two squads of Wraith Guard, and uh, Eldrod comes back with a Farseer partner.
0: Yeah, he's got the Oathway, he's got the Expert Crafters with Wrath of the Dead for those Wraith units. Uh, He's got some definite firepower and a lot of ways to be able to play objectives. The one thing I found really weird was, I would have thought the Wave Serpents were going to be in the detachment with the Wraith units. And they're not, they're actually in the detachment with the Oathway units. uh, I'm not too sure how those Wraith units are moving up to engage, but I'm sure he's got a plan on that.
1: Oh, they're probably going to Webway Portal in or something like that, and the Guardians are probably going to go in the Wave Serpents. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: And I think that might give him what he needs, if anything, though, to take on Ben. That said, I think Ben's got... Uh, this is definitely a chance for him to munch on some pointy ears, because he's got that giant Hierophant again. Spored by some close combat bugs, Steeler Cult attached with some bikes, Minimal shooting in there. That higher font is It's rocking a six-up feel no pain on top of its other its toughness, its wounds, its invul save. Um, it's going to munch. Yeah,
1: it's just going to go in there, bowl in a china shop, uh, and and just bust up anything that it talks, uh, that it sees. Now and this this is the same list that Ben's been running for the whole week so list. far, right?
0: Now with this mission being sweep and clear where everyone's trying to get to that middle spot because you you know, you know kind of bounce back and forth on that. However, it's an easy one to get. Mm-hmm. It's not overly difficult. At the same time, Ben moves into that middle with his giant bug. It is impossible to actually get onto it. It takes up too much real estate. You can't get your models onto it. Yeah. So that could give him a, a real edge on that. That said, this is also the kind of map where it's easy to encircle your opponent, get into those different quarters, and I think that's where James is going to make his points if uh, if that's how we win
1: yeah i think it's going to be anything the hierophant or anything that ben looks at is going to die and it's up to james to have enough of those wraith units with their d cannons or whatever to just nuke the nuke the big bugs high oh yeah so
0: what what do you think Who do, who's going to take this one
1: uh i think ben's going to take it i do i
0: would agree with you i think that giant bug is just no joke it's just too cool <laughs> it's just too cool <laughs> and plus he's an in player there's no way i'm not going to go for it <laughs> <laughs> All right, next we've got Christian Campini versus Mark Amarante.
1: Marines on Marines, eh?
0: Dark Angels versus Iron Hands. Both 2 1 players, and uh, I believe this is another situation where both players' lists have stayed exactly the same. I don't think there's been any change on either of these. If there has, it was by the slightest amount.
1: Right, so Chris was playing, uh, like, we, I was calling it White Dwarf Dark Angels with a big old unit of uh, Ravenwing Black Knights, the bikes, and then two huge bricks of Terminators, and then a couple of auxiliary choices here and there around that.
0: I think there's three chunks of Terminators. Are there three?
1: That's awesome. Oh
0: yeah, I, I think I saw three there. I think it was like two things of actual Terminators and one of, uh, what are they called, the Deathwing Knights, or something like that? Which...
1: Deathwing Terminator, Deathwing Terminator, Deathwing Knights, you're right. There we go, yeah. Ten Deathwing Knights. Oh,
0: Russian. Huge. And, and now, and here's an interesting thing. Again, just because we really zoomed through it the last time, I didn't realize that Christian is taking an auxiliary detachment to bring in that Primaris chaplain on a bike, so that he can actually give some, I guess, but benefits and buffs to those Raven, uh, Ravenwing guys. Now, this may sound like the kind of mission. Oh, I guess we didn't really re-review Marks. No,
1: Mark is still rocking the five dreadnoughts,
0: yeah. right? Yeah, right now, that's the way of the, of the game for Space Marines. Just bring Dreadnoughts if you're not d- uh, Deathwing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots of Dreadnoughts, some other shooting guys, a few close combat guys. Uh, I think Captain Fantastic died.
1: Yes, Captain Fantastic's out. Five Dreadnoughts, two Inceptor squads to rip around doing stuff, Eradicators to blow up Ben's Hierophant. That's all I heard about their last game Yeah, that's how those things work (laughs) And, uh, yeah, a couple of infiltrator squads in the back To just sweep and clear objectives
0: So, I think in this mission, you know, the... the Originally, you would probably think, okay, Christian's got the Deathwing, that they can move into that middle area, and again, just kind of dominate the board. It really will put Mark on the back, but he has to come up with another a uh, plan of attack that doesn't rely on oaths of moment, because that's just been such a staple of a marine list. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got to figure some other way around. That said, so many, the, if, what I've discovered as being one of the reasons why these Deathwing um, Terminator lists just aren't really punching up through the meta, is because of these dreadnoughts with their minus one damage, and Power Fists are damage too. Oh, that's annoying. So, they just have a really hard time punching through all of those wounds, and that can really give Mark an edge uh, for the ability to remove units from the table. Mm. So, uh, I think this could be a battle where the player that wins on the battlefield is maybe not one that wins on points. Yeah,
1: I, I still think that Chris is going to win because he's just got better secondaries. Like, Dark Angels are known for just scoring 45 every game, right? And if you take Oath and Moments away from Mark, I'm not sure uh, where he's going to score his points.
0: Uh, I'm actually going to go against you on that. I'm going to say that this is going to be taken by Mark. Uh, I think Mark's advanced enough as a player that he will be able to find a way to make those points up. Uh, and he's just going to say okay, I can see what you're doing here. And he's going to like find a way to kind of cut that off He does have the tools to do so uh, The question is going to be is if he's going to be able to implement them
1: We'll see come on Chris close the gap get right on top of him and blow up those dreadnoughts
0: Match three we have got Jesse Jordan two and one so far going up against Connor Olivier two and one So this is one of the major changes. There have been a number of people that have changed their lists. Uh, I'd say this one's a pretty big departure from previous, in that Jesse is now running a mixture of Knights, Chaos Knights, and Thousand Suns.
1: And I've been seeing him painting his stuff, and so get it on the table, right?
0: Why not, right? Um, And he's going up against Connor's Necrons. So uh, not being solo Chaos Knights, He's not losing anything. Right now, solo chaos knights don't actually gain anything from being solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is probably a great idea to bring them in. And that patrol attachment that he has brought in, you know, he's got infernal masters, some Rubick Marines, marines spawns, he's got the ability to do objectives. Yeah! Do secondaries, action secondaries. Uh, you'll probably notice that, that infernal master, he's got that little relic stone or whatever and just going, alright guys, Let's teleport off the board, show up somewhere else.
1: Yeah, that's the new branding for the Dark Matter Crystal, right? Yeah, yeah. I
0: can't remember what it's called. Philly Yaki The thing. The Deep Strike thing. Yeah. Philly Yaki Addy.
1: Yeah, something <laughs> like that. I'm not looking. No.
0: Connor, though, will not let go of his Silver Tide. Uh, this time he's got a lot of scarabs, he's got the, silence, the Silent King back in him up, he's got a few raved units. Uh, what he seems to lack most is ranged shooting that's not like infantry grade. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's uh, yeah infantry grade shooting and close combat, which is kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I think he's just going to lean into the Silent King to do a lot of work for him. One doomsday arc is... that's it? Really? That's for it. artillery? That's Big it. deal. Uh, I will warn Connor that uh, I think he's using Ed's Cesaris model that I just finished painting up for Ed that I promised oh. that I'd have ready for Ed for the second round. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Ed picked it up on Monday and uh, just be gentle with it because, man, oh man, that is a really fiddly model and some of the glue didn't grab for it very well.
0: <laughs>
1: but it only had a tail light warranty, so if it breaks now... now
0: it, yeah, it's not... not not your problem.
1: Anymore. No. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so Connor's going to keep on coming with another 50 Warriors and just some support pieces on top of that. I, I
0: don't think, know, man. I got to say, it is. It, if you're a night player and you fire into a whole night into a squad of Necrons and there's just like one or two left alive and then suddenly like half the squad gets back up. It
1: feels bad, man.
0: It is. That is a pretty major feel bad moment, especially with their ability to kind of move around with that, getting back up this. Mm-hmm. So, uh,. For that reason, um, you know, that can be a really tough thing to do. At the same time, though, he's got some action options, but Connor's going to have more. That's how he's been making this Silver Tide work.
1: Yeah, I don't think that Silent King's going to do too much. I think he's going to get run through by one of uh, Je- Jesse's knights.
0: Oh, I, I highly doubt that. Really? I highly doubt that. I think uh, the ability for... He's just got so many wounds, and it's not even all on one model, and it's got extra defensive buffs on it. Um, it is not easy to take down the Silent King. No. Oh. Especially because, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a way that he can, like, hide things with the Silent King, right? Oh, yeah, he's, like,
1: he's got the two pillars or something like that, right? Yeah, he's right? got
0: the pillars, he got, I think it's, uh, I don't think he's going to have it run down. Okay. So... Well, I know. Who, are you, who are you thinking to take this one?
1: I was going to pick Jesse because I don't dare go against him anymore.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, that's not a bad reason to... He has proven himself time and time again. But he's now running something that's a bit unfamiliar with him.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and especially in this match with the with the Connors' Necrons, their ability to kind of move out to a bunch of different spots on the board. I don't think he's really going to give him the use of that teleporting that, he's hoping, that Jesse's hoping to get used out of. Uh, I think that this one's going to go to Con.
1: Mm, maybe. Alrighty. Here we go. Table number four. We've got Mr. Sentis against Steve Marlowe.
0: Yeah, this one I didn't actually... <laughs> oh my God, I didn't make too many notes on this one. But I didn't really need to because Steve and I have already chatted a little bit about it. Um, I've got a very different Gene Steel called list. Mine's been a big... Change on. I've twist, changed over to Twisted Helix. I've got a whole bunch of vehicles carrying a whole bunch of guys, and I've got Ridge Runners backing it up. It, it's a pretty simplistic list compared to some other things I'm doing, which hopefully means that I get to save my back a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> um, but we'll see how I can make it work. Uh, now, I'm going up against Steve. Steve had. I talked to him. It's like, hey, There's a lot of orc vehicles here. A lot of orc vehicles, and not just orc vehicles, but orc walking vehicles. Yeah. And I kind of realized, Steve, at his heart, is a Knights player.
1: Yes. (laughs) He's just bringing the orc diesel, though, right? He's
0: bringing the orc diesel. He wanted to he realized that he wanted to play Knights, and he got locked in to orcs in this league. (laughs) And so I actually asked him that. I said, Steve. Is this because you're sad you're not playing nice? He's like, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Uh, There's actually a lot of wisdom in that. All right. Never discount that because if you are going to a a long event, say this was a big five round event over two days or something, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Moving around fewer models can save a a lot of brain power, it can save a lot of moving around, a lot of things that you have to memorize special specific, you can take a lot more time getting your models into a better positions yeah for so, sure um i'm not just because he's playing orc five knights here <laughs> doesn't mean that it's not good that's it i'm going to wait
1: <laughs> i'll trust your judgment on that one i just i hope it gets in cuz i think steve uh, was one of the fellows that couldn't get to his second round in right or third round
0: oh was that the case yeah
1: there were a whole bunch last round that, that just didn't get their games in for scheduling reasons or whatever. So I hope you guys get it in. That's all. I hope all. so too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have got Ed Bush versus JC hmm. Necrons versus the Golden Boys, the Adeptus Custodian. Yeah.
1: So Ed's running a funny list here.
0: Oh, it, it is another one of these lists that has a ton of vehicles. Yeah. I think this is uh, definitely a new iteration for the Bush League.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the Bush League brand of, of vehicle spam before, but it's so annoying that they're all objective secured now. Like three Doomsday Arcs, three like Tesseract Arcs or something like that. Um, ghost Arcs. Just a whole bunch of flying objective secured vehicles that just pump the shots out.
0: You know, but when it comes to objective security, as soon as your opponent has one objective secured model, then yeah. it just goes to straight models. That's right. And this is one of those crazy cases where Custode, despite running a very vehicle heavy list himself, is barely outnumbered. Yeah. Ed's got twenty nine models, I think JC's got twenty, maybe nineteen. Like
1: <laughs> quality and quantity, right? Two yeah. very different things.
0: Uh, and these custodes, they're pretty dead dead nuts. Um he actually has a lot of things that have some specific things against uh, vehicles. Oddly oh, yeah. enough, the the Telamons. He's got the Palace Grav attacks. Those are the Forge World uh, skimmers for custodians. They, they look like I don't know. They got like a twin hull kind of thing.
1: Are they like like Tau Tetras that they're just garbage or they actually no, they, do something? No, they,
0: they, they have the same main gun that the Telamons have.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that gun has a special profile of. Uh, You're shooting at a vehicle, you get to reroll the wound roll, which against these Necron vehicles, so many of them that have the quantum shielding where you can't wound them on anything better than a four,
1: all of a sudden you're wounding three quarters of the time.
0: Exactly. It's going to be a huge deal. They're damaged three when they're like that too. So um, I'm definitely thinking that JC is going to have this one. He just, he lucked into bringing the right weapons, right tools for the job in this case.
1: Big time, yeah.
0: <laughs> there's there's just
1: no debate. And I mean it, it, it's funny, right? The top 4 lists of the the four undefeated guys um Justin is running the dreadnoughts, but the other yeah. three are all toughness 3 infantry or toughness 4 infantry, just mass infantry. And then you get to the middle part of the pack and there's all this weird stuff in there, like Steve's stompa and and diesel oh my engines. God, I can't believe we
0: did. He, he's got a Stampa. He's got play. a in there I'm too. So excited to play against yeah. Stampa. there's
1: just so much. My point is that there's so much crazy variety in the middle pack. Uh, that how do you just draw the right opponent? That was great.
0: <laughs> well, moving along in the middle of the pack, we have got Brandon Smith versus Aaron Beth, two players there, are both two and one. Have Thousand Suns versus Tyranids.
1: Yeah, so Brandon's running another, he calls it a meme list, but it's definitely a Wednesday night fight list with Magnus and a whole bunch of other mauler fiends and defilers and stuff just for Monster Mash, work. right? It worked, yeah. He won his last game with him for sure. Oh, and there's Terminators in there too? My God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a ninth edition list. You get to bring everything. That's right. <laughs> um, now i have it on good authority that he also was able to complete his last game mm-hmm. i think his opponent got tabled but awesome he actually got to he, he was like i'm so proud that I, got, I got my game done in three hours yeah <laughs> which hey you know what i've been definitely going over three hours
1: i can't do it right now either i'm out of practice it takes forever to play games right now
0: yeah no, there's no way i could do it. Mm-hmm. but at the same time i know how challenging it can be especially when thousand suns guys so many powers so many relics so many different things yep. you got to keep track of you know, it is a hard thing to complete that kind of game in three hours
1: so simplify again just like we were talking before simplify and just let her rip
0: absolutely now aaron he keeps adapting you can let me know if his list changed it i think it changed but if it did it didn't change by much so what's what's our timestamp?
1: uh it is a new change for this round okay uh so looks like in the in the uh biobug the chronos detachment there's some rippers and termagants in there as well as the hive guards and as well as the exocrine. so just a couple of little gumby bottle bodies yeah, I think there, there are a few
0: little changes I, I don't think i remember seeing the raveners in there last time
1: raveners and lictors i think is the lictors were in there. the lictors were in there for sure but those are just i know these two this, nice this is definitely
0: uh, you know, some refinement. Mm-hmm. saying, I like what things have been doing so far. Just want them to do it a little bit better. A little bit of a different way. So, yeah. Um,
1: Aside from that, he's leaning into two big bricks of chain stealers, I think, to do most of his damage. Yeah. Most of his assault damage, right? And only 10 termagants in there. Twenty termagants in there, compared to like fifty or sixty from a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, this list actually really reminds me because of those ravnors and these kind of two detachments and stuff. Really reminds me a lot of like earlier in ninth when he was hitting up some of the other tournaments. This feels like that same kind of list from back then, um, but I think he just kind of knows a bit more of the game now, and that's maybe why he's going back to realize that hey, the game's actually moved in a position where this list from before, mm. wasn't as good, is just going to be better. I guess we'll find out. That said, uh, I would vote for Brandon to take this one. I'm still going to cheer for the books.
1: I will say Brandon's going to take this one. Because <laughs> I don't think the shadow in the warp is deep enough to be able to stop Magnus from doing his thing.
0: <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. All right. Moving along, we've got Jeff Nelson versus Jacob Jordan. Wordbearers versus Death Guard in a Chaos on Chaos Deathmatch.
1: It's gonna be great. Yeah, I love it. And this time, Jeff is bringing in all the reinforcements.
0: All the, he's bringing the whole army this time. Yeah. He decided, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to pack different kinds of models to summon. Oh man, I love seeing that summon. This was one. There were there were two major changes to lists. There were a bunch of people that made little changes and stuff. And heck, even Jesse, I said a no, big change. This one, though, honestly, stood out to me. Choosing to say, no, I'm not going to do the reinforcement points, the summoning points. Especially, I mean, you can't have made Jeff feel good, because that's one of the whole things that bears are known for doing. So he had to kill a kitten to do that. Yeah, but course, models are so much are better
1: enjoyable. on the table than waiting to cast a psychic power, and maybe they show up. Yeah, It's just way more reliable to have the stuff on the table, right?
0: It is. And with summoning, you can't summon a real variety of things. The things that you can summon all function very similar Mm -hmm. to each other. There are a few couple exceptions, but the number of different situations where you need that, it's not a big enough toolbox this ability to summon should be a toolbox ability, but it's not a very big toolbox. So you just don't have the right tools that you can bring out.
1: Well, one of the tools that is sticking out to me is he's bringing a little squad of five raptors to just rip around and do stuff, right? Yeah, now
0: that he's actually brought out in in models on the table. (laughs) I think he's got a bit more firepower Super helpful. Yeah. (laughs) Super helpful. Alright, Jacob's list is unchanged from what I can see. It's still Morty, Fire Raptor, some other tough stuff. Um, You know, real props right now to Jacob for sticking this out I've been hearing that he, this is like his first foray to 40k and he's gone right into the shark the shark tank yeah right he's gone right into the, the uh, competitive sphere of this good on him for doing so I've heard though he's like not terribly happy right now with the death guard they haven't really played in the kind of style that he thought they would probably play in mm. um, so he's been getting a lot of he's taking it the right way and saying you know what I'm getting a chance now to see what all these other armies can do. Because until then it was just like little things he read or his brother kind of chatted with him about it. And it's like, this guy's living a busy life. He doesn't have time to like read everything on the internet about everything. He's going in and he's saying hey, what do you got? And this is going to be his first chance to fight against another chaos infantry list. Yeah,
1: another style of the same thing.
0: Another style of the same thing. and So if he loves chaos but he just doesn't like the play style of Death Guard here then maybe when he goes up against Jeff, Jeff's a great guy, I think it's going to give him a great game. He's going to say, there are other ways I can be evil. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell
1: you what, that Fire Raptor is going to blow up all of Jeff's stuff.
0: Oh, it really could. It it really could. Uh, I I think, you know, if you give this list to somebody that knows how to make it tick, Mm -hmm. I would gladly give this to Jacob. Uh, I know Jeff's still a little rusty on things, though, but I'm going to give it to Jeff because I think Jeff's going to just know how to engage things better.
1: No, I'm picking the Fire Raptor to win.
0: That's a definite way to go about it. (laughs) We'll find out. All right. Over to...
1: Do we want to do the quarterfinals now or do you want to do the quarterfinals at the end? No, right now. All right. Yeah. Quarterfinal number one.
0: Quarterfinal number one. This is Ken May, one of our four 3-and-0 players. Going up against Michael McEachran, another 3 0 player, in an Adeptus Mechanicus versus Sisters Slugfest.
1: A generic gentleman lead duel.
0: <laughs> Did we check this time? We got flack last time for that. No,
1: these two are definitely teammates. Definitely, maybe teammates. <laughs> definitely, maybe.
0: <laughs> Let's say yes for now. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's actually just start telling people which teams they're on in Sudbury. I think we could do it. Sure. <laughs> I
1: have it on good authority that uh, they're not going to fast forward this part.
0: <laughs> all right.
1: Anyways, Mr. Admek himself. Yeah. The champ, as some people might call him. Big
0: changes.
1: Big, big changes. Big yeah. Changes. So this looks a little bit more like a Tyler Boorman-style list here with uh, all the destroyers and breachers as opposed to the two giant bricks of rangers that ken was running when he paddled the tar out of me uh, i guess he put the belt back on his pants after he was done with me and <laughs> took some of those rangers and left them at home
0: yeah like there's he's got scorpius disintegrators in here as opposed to iron striders he's got pretty much most of the things that he doesn't have his terminus salt drill no nope. almost anything that he has really been bringing lately is just not in this list. The only things that are in this list that I I really recognize, he still has like one unit of Rangers, he still has a Skitari Marshall, not multiples. Well, he
1: had the one unit of Sterilizers against me, he leaned into two. He had three this time. He's got two of them. He shrunk his Surveys Raiders down to just three or four little Raiders. There are some changes around the edges. Those Scorpius disintegrators did work. So last round he,
0: and he's a whole different forge world he's agrippina forge world
1: holy smokes details details
0: oh yeah the, well, but these are some of those huge details especially with admec being as they are yeah Lucius being like hey my god my whole army is just so much tougher instantly mm-hmm. right uh this one is doesn't have
1: that what does it have
0: yeah uh, agrippina is when you're at half range to get an extra minus one ap
1: oh oh wow
0: Big downgrade. Big change. So I don't know the way that I just I don't really see any way to read this list other than Ken saying, you know, I've been just trouncing everybody lately.
1: Oh man, I got it.
0: I if I'm going to win in the tournament after this, the Invitational after this, I actually got to get good at this game. <laughs> I got I got to challenge myself to with something harder, so that I can I can play some of these other things rather than just having the dice win it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Mike, be insulted that he's playing with a hand behind his back then. Mike, get mad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I have have a... uh, Maybe there's, like, a secret tech here that he's figured out that no other admin player has, but I just don't see it. I don't know. Uh, that's Mike, a, how,
1: Mike, however, is playing the same list that he has been playing yeah. for the last couple of and rounds. And been dominating. Dominating with, uh, what did he say? Yeah, yeah, if uh, if Steve was the king of Orc Diesel, Mike was the queen of Sisters Diesel or something like that I with all the Penitent engines. That. Yeah. Great.
0: That's perfect.
1: Yeah. So many buzzsaws.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's got all those Penitent engines with buzzsaws. We've seen him before where he's gone into these matches and he just cuts people up. They're fast, they're mean, they're not green. <laughs> they are uh, one of the reasons of our drink today. Yes, <laughs>
1: the Maiden's Prayer. Guys, for real, look it up on the internet and make yourself one. It's real nice. But so, uh, Mike has just been wrecking face with this list, and the fact that he's played it, he's got reps in with it now. I, I, I'd be scared of it, real scared.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of wondering, like, if Ken is trying to rein himself in to try to, like, change things up is this the time to do it, right? Because the, if he totally botches this round and somehow botches next round, then he's not going. Damn that's happened. right. He's out.
1: That's not going to happen.
0: That's, that's. I don't think that's going to happen, but it theoretically could.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a fantastic round. I'd love to have it. Uh, love to be able to see it. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, well, you know what? I'm going Mike. I, I'm going Kevin. Okay. Okay, Mike, I'm going Ken, though, because he is a good player. All right. Now, uh, he also hasn't stopped winning. When he stops winning, I'll stop betting on him. There you go. Okay, there he you hasn't go. lost yet, so I'm not going to bet against him yet.
1: There it is. <laughs> I'm going for Mike. I think he's got what it takes.
0: There we go. Could upset the throne. But see, if he upsets the throne now, then we're going to say that he, 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 Oh, he, he lost because of his hands type. Then he's like, oh, well, now we're going to have to re- oh, okay. so That sounds yeah. great, actually. We should make that happen. Ken, can you lose your game, please? <laughs> it sounds like a great rematch after this.
1: Okay. Then we've got quarterfinal number two. We've got Mr. Jaden J- Rogers with another sister's list against Justin Landry.
0: Yes, I think it is the same sister's list. I think it is the same iron hands list. I haven't... I didn't see anything in them that was different from previously. Nope. Um, but again, that's because both of them, they've been rock they win. solid. Yeah. So, like, why? Why choke?
1: Yeah. So, so Justin again, he's got Celestine. He's got the 10 Sacrosanths. Those are the bodyguard. I looked them up. I don't think they reduce damage by one on the way in, but they've got, like, a two up and four up or something like that. Two huge bricks of Repentia in there. Morgan Vall as well. I think
0: he, he can, what, can he tap them? Can he have, he has a stratum that can give him, like, a four-up transhuman.
1: Oh, they're horrible. They're horrible to try and deal with. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then just Retributors and Multimeltas, which go in a Rhino and ruin days.
0: Now, Justin, he's got... All, he's got all those dreads again. He's still got that firepower. He's got grab cannons. He's got two units packed at the gills of grab yep. cannons. If there's something that the sisters would not like to see across the table from them, it would be a grab cannon. High rate of fire, high AP, yep. multiple damage, which is a big deal for when they have their feel no pain. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has a hospital. I don't know if Jaden has a hospital in his list, but if he does. The can't say, I don't give a shit.
1: Low-grade reporting here, folks. I'm not even looking it up.
0: Okay. (laughs) Whatever it is, uh, the cans still are very useful in that kind of a matchup. Um, Now, there's an interesting kind of thing that we're hitting here. And Jade mentioned this to me during our match back in round two. That um, he told me the person he loses to ends up winning the whole event. Mm -hmm. That's been what he has called kind of his curse, because that's just been the the path of things. So that either means that Jaden's going to win this round, and he still has to go, because there's still at least one more round for the end of here in Sudbury, but then more rounds at the Invitational, right? And We'll see where this curse lands in. So either Jaden's going to the Invitational... Or he's going to, well, still go to the Invitational, but lose this round. And, Jay- and Justin ends up winning the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. So, um, I-, I love Justin. I-, I-, I think he's going to face some stiff, stiff competition <laughs> if he's going to be down south. For that reason, I'm picking Jaden to win. Because Jaden needs to fight. That curse is just going to hold true. I would pick Justin to win this. But I think Jaden's curse is actually going to overpower that.
1: See, I'm picking Jaden because I think that the multi melta sisters will be able to put out enough damage to ignore all the damage reduction nonsense on the dreadnoughts.
0: I think Justin's got the firepower in those dreadnoughts to just take those sisters out.
1: Well, all you need is one ruin. Rhinos are small. <laughs> Rhinos are small. And then the grab cannons come down in the drop pod beside yeah, it and blow exactly. them up.
0: Like, like, this is a tough fight. This is going to be a really great. Guys, if, if you can, get a lot of photos, post up as it's going. Because this is going to be a rocking battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I, I'm, I'm believing in the curse. Mind you, here we are, green anyways. So, take what you want from it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, So. next up, we've got Chris Vigneault versus Dante Mazza. A battle of people in the 1-2 bracket.
1: Bring it on, guys. I think this would be a real fun game to just check out. Chris is again bringing a whole bunch of Eldar stuff. This time he's bringing Warwalkers, though. Did you
0: not bring that the other time? I don't know. Well, let's find out.
1: Yeah, he's got Warwalkers. He's got a Hemlock Wraith Fighter this time. Um, hey, you know what are missing? He doesn't have the uh, the Dark Reapers are in here. I, I think. Spit
0: take there.
1: Yeah, why would you not have Dark Reapers? They're awesome. <laughs> but um, if there's anybody that you want to send Howling Banshees into, it's going to be Blood Angels.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, that said, Dante has that whirlwind, he can inflict fight last.
1: Oh man, yeah.
0: Like a champion, but are the man just going to give you that option? Very possibly
1: not. No. It all depends. Uh, Dante's also taken out the Drop Pod and the Librarian uh, Dreadnought. Those are gone. <laughs> after we finally, after we finally noticed them, he's like, screw you guys, we're not having them anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, he's, he's still making those modifications, just trying to find the right mix. I think he's got fewer sanguinary guards. Way again. fewer Uh Which is, I'm really, I'm really sad to see. I thought Sanguinary guards are awesome. They're, yeah, they're my favorite. Light but
1: model. he's leaning into the space marine meta I with saw. two dreadnoughts. I saw
0: that. <laughs> it's like you play space marines? No, you play dreadnoughts. <laughs> Codex dreadnoughts. That's what this is becoming. What is this? Oh, oh man. All right. Well, you know what? This is going to be a tricky fight for Chris. Uh, You know, wherever he flies to, Dante, with those two Dreadnoughts, (laughs) is gonna have have the firepower to just get him, and he's got close combat to bully him off of objectives. I think Dante may have bad dice, but they're not that bad.
1: No, they're gonna be good. I mean, like, I've played with my Dark Elder against Mark's Dreadnought list so many times. I know what it feels like to be Toughness 3 with a 4 or 5-up save dealing with Dreadnoughts. It sucks so much. It sucks so
0: much. All right, uh, next up, we have got Andrew Bowering. Oh, this is an Oh Wow fight. Uh-oh. This, oh wow. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Mark would be upset if I didn't call the fight's correct name. Ow wow. That's right. I call him. Uh, Andrew Bowring versus Aaron Green.
1: Uh, oh my God. You know how we were talking before about somebody else getting the perfect match with JC and Ed? Yeah. So did Andrew. He All he brought was flamethrowers and storm bolters.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Andrew was probably teching into that Admech or Eldar or Sisters meta, and he drew the Eldar out of that, and it is scary.
0: It is terrifying for you. Um, That said, you know, you've got your list. Is it the same?
1: It's the same ish list. when did the Mandrakes come in? Oh, that was the change. I took out five warriors and the Urgles for for mandrakes that was the only change
0: there we go okay i'm like i don't recall seeing the mandrakes now mandrakes are sneaky they could have gone in there anyway (laughs) well you know i think what's really gonna if this i think this game's gonna go to you personally because uh the map draws you to the middle Mm mm-hmm Except it it doesn't draw you to the middle. Dark Eldar are one of the few factions that will say, you want to fight over the middle? Go for it. You can have
1: it. Take your 12 or 15 points. Don't care.
0: And then it's about kind of running around all the edges. And uh, Andrew's list is not going to be able to run around the edges like you're going to be able to. No, but... That's actually going to win it for
1: you. Yeah, well, there are a lot of little BS units that Andrew has in here, and he does a really good job of spreading them out to stop Deep Strike. He's very, very particular about zoning spaces out. Super annoying. Don't appreciate it at all. (laughs) Um, and then he's got these two big nasty sacrosanct squads that are going to come in with Morgan Fall and just really piss me off
0: so what are you you saying that you're predicting Andrew to win this one?
1: oh of course Andrew's going to win but I'm going to predict me (laughs) (laughs) oh man Andrew's going to be a wonderful host on Thursday Uh, I'm going to go over to his place we're going to have a game at his place and he's going to let me win because he's the host
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, we've got two more matches here. We've got uh, Justice Slater versus Jason McCracken. Uh, both these players are hungry for their first victory. Yes. One of them is coming out with it here. we got Chaos Space Marines versus Crimson Fists. Uh, Justice, she's got that same list as before, where she's got, you know, the... the infernal master she's got the uh guy riding the 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 the
1: disco lord the
0: disco lord she's got some of blitz she's got some you know chaos space marine dudes um now that's it i was looking over jason McCracken's list and i'm just so sorry i'm totally drawing a blank i don't remember what his list was or anything
1: it's the crimson fist's list that is like kind of a salty uh, a kind of assaulty Crimson Fist. He went into Dante last round. Uh, he's got three squads of assault intercessors for troops. Uh, he's got some aggressors, two guard veteran squads. Like, it looks like it was an Indominus Crusade that's just kind of grown right. out of that. The
0: Indominus Crusade list that came to life.
1: But it is still Codex Contemptor Dreadnought. Yeah. With one Redemptor, one Contemptor in there, too. Just yeah. for good two, measure, two, right? Two you got to do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No. You know what? This is a, a pretty mean-looking list, especially with those uh, with those dreadnoughts in there.
1: I think it speaks just to the quality of a ninth edition codex versus an older eighth edition book, too.
0: It really, really does. Um, now, that all said, that list is also vulnerable to a string of battle rolls. If, for some reason, Jason has not even a turn—the full turn He has a third of a turn of failing saves. That list can suddenly disappear. Oof. Uh, so justice has a way out, especially with those obliterators. Jason here cannot rest easy. Yeah. Both these players are gonna be hungry for their first victory. So uh, I- I'm sure they're gonna have the good match.
1: Someone's gonna get it, and you never know. That disco Alert can go hot and then just rip down the table and take one of those dreadnoughts out on a its own, unit right? That
0: can go hot, it's the disco Yeah, alert. for sure. Alrighty. Lastly, we've got Tyler Borman versus Wade Allen. Uh, this one, Tyler is 2-1 is and one right now. I don't know how he got paired up against Wade. Wade is, is sitting at 1-0-1. At, uh, oh so uh, it is a, a, a challenging fight for, for Mr. Wade here.
1: Right. Um, I think Tyler had some good success against the other Gene Stiller cult player he, last he, he might, round.
0: He might have. He, he, he might have had a, a fine time of that.
1: Yeah, I looked over when we were setting up a couple of Wednesdays ago, and then I looked over again, and you were packing up.
0: <laughs> So
1: Tyler's bringing some heat for sure.
0: Yeah, it's the same list as, as last time. Uh, kind of like what you were saying before. He's got some of those cataphrons. He's got the Iron Striders. got Rangers got a number of small units of them. One medium-sized unit, one big unit. Uh, and he's got those Disintegrators in the back as well. He, he's got some good stuff. For I think he's got the Flyer still in there. He's got some really good stuff. Yeah. That said... I think it, Wade honestly has a better chance against him, against this list, than I had. I think Wade's design of a list um, is just able to get into, uh, uh, come out, I should say, of a shooting fight, better than i could
1: well the thing about wade's list is that he's bringing transports for some of his units of infantry so it takes two units of shooting to clear that threat off whereas you were bringing in 20 guys on foot that tyler could just say that unit's gone gone. now he's got to then
0: that unit's gone right
1: right now he's got to say okay that unit's gone and then i have to pick a second unit to to remove the guys inside yeah that's said. That said, it's still Admec versus G. It's still Admec shooting.
0: (laughs) It's still arguably the best or second best Codex of the edition versus against the worst or the second worst Codex of the edition.
1: I think if Wade can get in there quick, get some work done with the Flamers, and then just sit on objectives with transports with guys inside, he might be scoring some quality primary points.
0: I, I think Wade can definitely get up to 50 points
1: yes and i think tyler can get around 90.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man and you know what it's it's hey admec their vanguard the rangers stuff like that they're just as lethal as the gene stealer called close combat infantry but they got an inbuilt in save they got a better save it's the same price per model
1: only for I mean, now though those Gene Stealer cult book it's got to be coming around the it's corner
0: around. <laughs> so uh yeah no that, that's where I, I see that one going but hey you know what this is definitely going to be a great round. People, like I said, there are a lot of matches here where people are going up against similarly strength things. Uh, one of those title matches is going to be really interesting to see.
1: I think they're both. Both those quarterfinal matches are really, really interesting. I think they're going to produce some some good outcomes for the for the competitive side of the community, for sure.
0: For sure. And then, yeah. uh, remember, three... I mean, it could change. There's still room for whatever player two or three to get out of Sudbury. you could be um you could be one and two right now no you can't be no it's got to be you, you would have to go one, four and one to finish if you are two and one right now you have a shot that's to right get out of Sudbury. yeah
1: so i mean andrew even though you took the bye in the last round you can still get there <laughs> <laughs> just got to get through me get through one more and you're on the way
0: and all of you people listening out there got to get through your matches because, yeah, like like you said, there were a number of folks that weren't able to get them in. So, uh, c- call your opponents early. Get in touch with them. Let's make it happen.
1: Yeah, and if you can't get it in, that's fine, guys. I mean, we're not even playing for marbles here. But what I would like to see is if, like, let's say two matches can't get scheduled for whatever reason this week, repair the two people who are available. Perhaps, right?
0: I think those people could just get a match and just... Fun. Whatever. And I don't is, know if you yeah. gotta can repair that. I think that's... Because then you can have somebody that's like in a much higher position, but you get somebody in a much lower Hey, position. you still
1: get the game in. It's better than no ah, game.
0: That's good for having a game. I don't think you're, you're going to pair it up. At that
1: point. Ah, okay, fine. And, yeah. I regret still, nothing. Still do it though. Right. Still have fun. So I think that, that brings us to the end of our pairings predictions for the OFL round 4, right?
0: Yes, but there were a couple of other things we still wanted to talk with people
1: about. Right. So first of all, I'd like to plug a couple of events that are coming up in the near, near future.
0: So we have got, right now it's October 5th, we are barely more than a month away from the Beer and Pretzels Open Team Tournament. Yeah. That's going to be at the Caruso Club November 13th and 14th. It is going to be amazing. And we're just getting all this better and better news right now about how, you know, Mask mandates maybe changing in the future, or social distancing things maybe may be eased up in some way, not fully, but I mean, you know, in some way. Anyway, right now is a nice way.
1: Anyway is a nice way, and I think there are three local teams. We got the Saltiest Stardays. We've got uh, the Forty K Irregulars, and we've got When Life Gives You Lemons play Warhammer. So that's fifteen guys from the local community, and then um, what? Sixteen minus three teams. 13. 13 more teams of -of out-of-town players coming to this. Uh, Guys, if you have followed any of the coverage for the Las Vegas Teams Tournament, it's all over the podcast scene right now. Everybody has a riot at these Teams events.
0: Oh, yeah. It is just so incredible to go into this and know that you can lose game, but if you work your ass off, you may be the difference between victory and defeat for your team, even if you lose. Yes.
1: And then, so, team's tournaments are awesome. If Can Hammer happens, I encourage everybody to check that out. That's usually in February. But before February...
0: There is another major event coming up here in Sudbury. If you haven't got your ticket yet, there are still tickets available. There are tickets for for the BPO available. We just want to plug it and get you guys to (laughs) tune in to whatever stream we end up getting running. But for this event, if you haven't got your ticket, get it now. And that is the Grinning Demon event in uh december
1: right the gridding G- demon gt is happening in early december i just closed bcp because i'm a chump <laughs> uh but it's supposed to be a 40-man tournament over at the northbury yeah which puts on a good show there and uh, i think there are seven tickets remaining it's a two-day event uh lunches are in yeah it's gonna be good prizes time.
0: are going to be really good from mm-hmm. what i hear uh but at the same time he he needs everybody in and so if if you even have your ticket already, and you just know somebody else that doesn't. Somebody in the community that hasn't had a chance to really take part yet. Get in touch with them. If you have a friend that's like from out of town that might want to come in. Like I said, things are improving right now with social distancing. That could make it easier to get between towns. If for people that maybe are a little bit more uncomfortable beforehand, things are changing around. Yeah. Maybe they'd be interested in coming in now. So get in touch with them. Uh, let's try to make this an event to remember.
1: That's right. That's good. that's going to be December 11th and December 12th.
0: Yeah, so get on in for that. Well, I think that was an excellent... There's nothing else we have to cover, is there?
1: No. Just oh, okay. pour Wait. yourself another one of them maiden's <laughs> prayers.
0: <laughs> and pray because... <laughs> You're going up against Admec. <laughs> yup.
1: No, it should be a good round. Uh, I, I like the first round on day two of these tournaments when they happen because you've had a chance to. St- like, if this were That's a. It's
0: it is here, isn't it? It's round four. It would be round it's, four. It would be day the morning.
1: Two. It would be the morning on Sunday. So you would have gone out for beers and for sushi with your teammates the night before. You would have stewed over your pairings and the mission. Yeah. And you would have been all excited for the next day.
0: This is, this is the time to get rehyped. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we love that you guys are enjoying this. We're going to just keep it up, keep going with things. I'll try to return back to uh, some more regular kind of content when this is all over. Until then, keep on wargaming and keep scoring those primaries.